Broadcasting from the Cradle of Liberty in Philadelphia. All the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis. To high atop the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This is the Joe Carey Show. Hey, happy Monday. Welcome to the Joe Carey Show here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. I, I've got to say that, uh, well... Now that, uh, you know, the the voting is over, I'm not sure if we're still able to talk about uh, such issues, but um, 50 people, 5-0, 50 people were shot in Chicago this past weekend. Five were killed. But I guess since the election's over, we're... The Democrats, the progressives, the rioters, the pro, it doesn't matter anymore. That's astounding. 50 people shot. That's a staggering number. But I guess because they can't blame it on racism, because they can't blame it on guns. Because the gun argument doesn't work. I mean, you have, what, 12 million, excuse me, 5 million new gun owners? That argument just doesn't work, that people blaming it on guns. I mean, it's, it's the person that has the weapon in their hands. An absolute silence from the left. If you think government's compassionate, if you think government is going – that actually cares, it does, now are there people in government who care? Yes. <clears throat> but having said that, government as an entity, it, it doesn't care. That's a staggering number, 50 people. And we don't even pause. It doesn't even make the headlines. And that's what you get when you get politicians who don't care. They care about one thing, getting reelected. Their policies are ineffective, right? I mean, the death rate continues to go up. The number of people shot continues to go. That's one weekend. 50 people. That, that, that's 200 people a month. Getting shot, 25 killed in a month. It's amazing. But there's no accountability because, well, you know, the media doesn't want to rock the boat because then they don't get access and they don't get all the perks. And and the politicians, I mean, they don't want to make the hard choices because then they offend the militant left. Then instead of worrying about re-election, they've got to worry about fending off, you know, uh, the Chicago version of AOC, who's going to take on the the incumbent. So fifty people are sacrificed. It's an acceptable. It must be an acceptable number because no one's doing anything about it. Absolutely staggering, and we will get more of it because we tolerate it. Doesn't stop at Chicago. Look at New York. Look at New York. The governor had a meltdown. 
Governor Cuomo had a melt. He just won an Emmy, right? Because of uh, I, I thought it was a Babylon B uh, spoof. It said that Andrew Cuomo won an Emmy for his uh, COVID broadcasts. And I was like, this has got to be fake news, right? This can't be. No, he did. For bringing peace and calm to the, to the nation during COVID. Now, the governor is furious for two reasons. One, uh, I think there are like seven sheriffs now who have announced that they will not enforce the governor's Thanksgiving COVID-related orders, meaning, you know, not more than six people. You got to serve grandma through a window. The sheriff has said, look, well, we're not going to enforce this order. So he's upset. And he came out and said, we just can't pick and choose which, which laws we're going to obey. Did you say that when you declared, you know, parts of your state a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state? Because you didn't want to enforce the immigration laws. The second thing he's upset about is there was a wedding among the uh, Hasidic Jew community. And apparently seven. Did you see this video, Brian? Absolutely amazing. Seven thousand people is what they're saying attended this wedding. A synagogue in Brooklyn, 7,000 people. And they didn't post about it on social media. It was all word of mouth because they knew if it got out on social media, the governor and his goons would be there. So they kept it a secret. 7,000 people turn out for this wedding, and the governor is furious because no one was wearing masks. He was so upset, he said, this is a blatant disregard for the law, and it had the potential to be a coronavirus super spreader event, and it was disrespectful to the people of New York. He ended by saying the law protects everybody. It protects you, but it also protects me. So when all those riots were taking place, Mr. Governor… And all those protests were taking place with thousands of people. You didn't condemn them. You cheered them on. When the Biden folks decided to celebrate his victory on Election Day or post-Election Day, and thousands of people came into the streets to celebrate, where was your condemnation of those maskless crowds. Why is the governor's ire set against the Jews? Why is it set against people celebrating a religious ceremony? I mean, are we allowed to ask those questions or is this kind of like the 50 people being shot in Chicago? You know, it's just better that we don't, we don't ask those kind of questions. I really want to know. And look, the politicians will come up with a thousand different distinctions, right? They'll, well, one's inside, one's outside. One is protesting systemic racism. The other, a, a wedding. But this is the problem. It costs time and money to challenge these things in court. Years. Years it could go on in litigation. 
but the governor shouldn't have the right to unilaterally decide which gatherings are permissible, which ones aren't. Because at the same time that uh, Jewish wedding was taking place, there were a group of elite New York Democrat politicians. You know what they were doing? They were also in Brooklyn. Wait, Joe, the same Brooklyn where the Hasidic Jews were celebrating a wedding? Yeah, yeah, same, same city. But these were uh, Democrat politicians, and they were there to celebrate not a wedding but a birthday party. And then the photo started to come out, and guess what? These Democrat politicians, they weren't wearing masks. They weren't social distancing. The crowd size was in excess of the same order that the wedding had to abide by. You know what the big difference is? The governor said he was going to investigate the Jewish wedding. That he was go- that people need to be held accountable. Do you think it's worth holding your breath to see if that same governor is going to investigate this group of elite Democrat politicians violating the same order? Just curious. Now, when these politicians, these New York politicians were gathering in Brooklyn and they were confronted about not wearing masks and not social distancing, they do what politicians always do. They lie. Because before they saw the photos, they said, well, you know, uh, there weren't that many people there. and Most of them were wearing, wearing masks. Then the photos in the video came out. Lie, lie. Well, well, I left before that crowd should lie. We will t- we will continue to get more of that hypocrisy if we continue to accept it and tolerate it. Something about sowing what we reap. You're listening to the Joe Carey Show right here on uh, the Fed by Ravens Media Network. We will be back right after this commercial break. Credit card bills have gotten out of hand, and you care about your credit. Call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc., 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation, Commission License Number DC83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. 
The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a health care program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. As a Christian health care sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show here on uh, the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Let me uh, – so you have this wedding taking place in Brooklyn. The governor uh, demands an investigation. He wants to get to the bottom of what happened. Meanwhile, up the street, you have a bunch of Democrat politicians uh, celebrating a birthday party, also not social distancing, also not wearing masks. The same governor, absolutely quiet. No, no calls for an investigation, no public reprimands for these reprobates, nothing. But it gets better because in Buffalo, which is in upstate New York, a bunch of business owners got together and they said, you know what? We, what are we going to do? This governor is going to put us out of business with these haphazard uh, lockdown protocols, not based on science, not based on reality, just based on an Emmy, right? Emmys are given for acting. So you got this governor who's putting on a show. The media is not only silent, it's part of the, uh, the, the messaging. So these small business me- uh, owners are meeting. And they're meeting in a gym. And I think it's about 30 to 50. They're gathering. They're talking. And guess what? All of a sudden, the health inspector shows up with the sheriff. And they're telling these business owners, hey, you're in violation of the governor's order. And you've got to stop the meeting. You know what the business owners said? 
they told the health inspector, go get a warrant. And then they looked at the sheriff who was accompanying the health inspector and said, you need to arrest the health inspector because he's trespassing. At which point the sheriff said, you guys need to put on masks. You're endangering me and the health inspector. At which point the business owner said, well, if you didn't barge in here without a warrant, you wouldn't need for us to wear a mask. So you can see how that devolved fairly quickly. The business owners told the sheriff and the health inspector, you guys need to leave because right now you're trespassing without a warrant. Robbie De Niro, owners of Athletes Unleashed, gathered dozens of area business owners at his gym to discuss Cuomo's latest business-killing restrictions. Their goal was to plan not a revolution, not subversion. You know what their plan was? How do we survive? How do we stay in business? About 20 minutes into the meeting, members from the Erie County Department of Health and deputies from the Erie County Sheriff's Department barged into the meeting, telling those gathered they were violating Cuomo's restrictions that prohibit gatherings of more than 10 people. Do you think that took place among the uh, political elite in Brooklyn? Do you think the sheriff's deputies were dispatched to that party? The next part is on video. This is private property. The man told the health department official. The man then told the sheriff's deputies to do your jobs and remove the health department officials. Your job is to remove people who are not wanted here. You guys need to leave because right now you're trespassing without a warrant. You need to leave. I'm not sure if that's the case or not with the health folks. If they actually need a warrant or if, if you're in violation of the health code, that may in and of itself allow them on the premises. But I think the bigger picture is just what happens when you have the unequal application of these governor-ordered edicts, which don't really carry the weight of, of a statute – So what happens at the end? What do you think happens? The deputies and the health department worker then leave the gym. Uh, the health department spokeswoman told the Buffalo News, uh, we are gathering information. We'll have more to share in our press conference on Monday. Hmm. But do you see what's happening? Some speech is not more valued than other speech, right? So the wedding and that celebration of religion and marriage and speech is not any less important than these 50 business owners gathering in Buffalo, which is not any less important than those elite politicians gathering in Brooklyn to celebrate somebody's birthday party. But the government is attacking those differently.
the government is regulating your speech, your assembly, your religion, and your conduct differently. That will always fail to pass constitutional muster. You can't say, well, these are, you know, big donors to the Democrat Party. Of course, they can have a birthday party without masks and social distancing. Just like when Governor Herbert in Utah telling everybody to mask up, he does his big gala. And what does he do? He takes off his mask. And we know why he took it off. Because he doesn't want to talk to the crowd through a mask. I get it. But the Constitution doesn't give you that right. It doesn't give you the right to pick people who can talk with a mask versus people who can talk without a mask. That kind of duality is deadly. That's why the Constitution requires that the law be applied equally, right? We're entitled to the equal protection of the law. So some people aren't entitled to get away with things and others aren't. Some people don't get more and others get less. But have you ever seen such brazen brazen hypocrisy. Look at Illinois. You have the mayor, right, who, who says, and we talked about this before, she go gets her hair styled even when she's closing down this, the salons and saying they're unsafe and they're COVID matriculation centers. And so she issues a recommendation, right? I want everybody to stay at home. So it's, it's not a lockdown order. It's a lockdown suggestion because this virus is so nasty. This virus is so mean. That everybody's got to stay at home. Well, they just asked the governor of Illinois, whose home is in Chicago, if he would be abiding by the do not travel advisory issued by the mayor of Chicago. What do you think he said? He did the equivalent of raising the middle finger. What if you tried that? And then these same politicians, they all deserve an Emmy because they all pretend like, why won't the people believe us when we tell them how dangerous this is? Why won't people believe us when we tell them how deadly this is? It's because your conduct is speaking louder than your words. The hypocrisy coming out of your conduct is louder than the directives you're issuing on health. That's why you had a record 2 million people travel this past weekend. You're listening to The Joe Carey Show. We'll be back with the election update right after this break.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The politicians making decisions for millions of Americans during this pandemic have never missed one paycheck. How could they understand the life and death consequences of their decisions? The curfews and business closures didn't work in Europe this fall, yet here we are. Republican Congresswoman-elect Young Kim tells Fox, Democrat California Governor Gavin Newsom has failed the people. Instead of helping businesses to be creative and innovative and to stay afloat and keep their businesses open. Governor is doing, I mean, he's basically uh, enjoying himself going to a restaurant and telling everybody else not to do it. I understand their frustration. The United States has formally withdrawn from the Treaty on Open Skies, an agreement between 34 nations to observe one another's militaries through unarmed flyovers. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said Sunday, Russia continued to block flyovers and we're not following the treaty. USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. Rates, policy forms, and availability vary by state. Another one of President Trump's Operation Warp Speed participants, AstraZeneca, has announced their COVID-19 vaccine is 90% effective in late-stage trials. That now makes three vaccines that could be delivered as early as two weeks. I would expect maybe on day two after approval, on the 11th or on the 12th of December, hopefully uh, the first people will be immunized across the United States. With the level of efficacy we have, 95%, 70% or so of the population population being immunized would allow for true herd immunity to take place. Operation Warp Speed's Dr. Monsef Slawi on CNN says herd immunity could be accomplished in the U.S. by May of 2021 if 70% of Americans get the vaccine. President Trump was up early this morning on Twitter. He says in certain swing states, there were more votes than people who voted and in big numbers. Does that not really matter? You're listening to USA Radio News. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Joe Carey Show. You know, I, I want to talk about this uh, relatively big news that happened over the weekend. You know, um, Donald Trump's uh, legal team that he's assembled to challenge the uh, the uh, day of election results. I've got to tell you, I have not been overly impressed uh, by their presentation. And we talked about this last week. You know, there's two courts taking place. There's the court of public opinion, and then there's the actual litigation process through the, you know, Article Three courts. And it seems like uh, the legal team is focused on winning the court of public opinion battle. And look, that battle has to be waged and it has to be won, right? I mean, I get it. That's important. 
And we talked about, you know, what evidence is needed. And you need to understand this. In almost every court case, and, you know, I was a practicing lawyer for about 12 years. You don't go to court with all the evidence. You go based on allegations, right? Whether it's a car accident, whether it's an equal employment case, whether it's a constant, you go there. And even in the complaint, in the lawsuit you file, it's upon information and belief, and then you set forth your facts. And the reason they have this process called discovery, where each side gets to get information from the other side, is to get the court involved to force the other side to produce information. So if Donald Trump were to go to Dominion Software and say, hey, we think your software has a glitch. Maybe it's by negligence. Maybe it's by design. Maybe it's intentional. We think there's a glitch. Give, that, give your software code to us. Dominion Software would tell the Trump campaign, go pound sand. We're not going to give you anything. The only way you can get Dominion or any other private entity to give you information is by filing a lawsuit and getting a subpoena. And the subpoena forces the other side to give you that information. Without that subpoena, you just have smoke. You have a sense that something was wrong. And I think that's what we're seeing now, right? You're seeing all these affidavits and all this uh, – uh, anecdotal evidence that, you know, so-and-so told the canvassers to lie. We saw, you know, 400 pristine ballot sheets. That's all smoke to convince it. And I don't mean smoke like smoke and mirrors. I mean smoke in the sense that, yeah, there may be a fire there. And you've got to have enough of that smoke to go into court to convince a judge, you know what? Yeah, this lawsuit is worth pursuing. This lawsuit is worth moving forward with. So I don't buy the argument that, well, the Trump campaign hasn't shown us real fraud yet. In any lawsuit, you don't do that at the beginning. That's why you go to court to prove it. So I'm not too shocked that the Trump campaign doesn't have reams of data. What I am surprised at is just the lack of discipline on message. So Sidney Powell is a hero to the conservative side because Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn, arguably the, the first primary target of the Russiagate uh, travesty that took place, his first lawyers pled him guilty. Right? His first lawyers convinced him, in my opinion, hey, take the guilty plea. It's the best you're going to get. He then brought in Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell. I mean, wow, a fighter. I mean, someone who did not leave any stone unturned. She went and convinced the Justice Department, look, there's nothing here. You've got to drop the case. That's turned out to be an embarrassment to the judicial system. What's happening with that case? So Sidney Powell comes out and she's saying she has evidence that Dominion, the software company that was counting all these ballots, acted improperly. 
and had improper relationships with elected officials, Democrat and Republican. But again, hasn't presented anything. And that's when, you know, Tucker Carlson, he came out and said, we've given Sidney Powell every opportunity to come on this show. We've reached out to her. And and I thought that was a cheap shot by Tucker. I I don't think that was because, look, Tucker, I get it. You got a huge platform. And most people are probably calling you up all the time trying to get five minutes to be on your show. But Sydney Powell doesn't have to appear on your show, and she doesn't have to give you a reason for not wanting to appear on your show. But yeah, did it appear to be odd? Yeah, absolutely. And if you've got this evidence, why wouldn't you want to come on Tucker's show? My response to that would be this. That what you don't want to do is you don't want to go on Tucker's show because Tucker's a tough interviewer. And have him ask questions that, one, you don't know the answer to, or two, that based on the information you have now, you believe X, Y, and Z, but you don't have all the information you need. So you don't want to go out and prematurely stake out your ground and then later have to change it because you know the left is going to jump and dance all over that. So I get why she might not want to come on. So over the weekend, uh, Rudy Giuliani and other members of the Trump legal team, they push out a statement that says Sidney Powell is not a member of the Trump legal team. She's not paid for by the uh, campaign, and basically she's acting as a private lawyer in her own capacity. And I got to tell you, liberals were elated, conservatives were confused. So Powell comes out with a statement, and she says, I agree with everything in the Trump statement, the Trump campaign statement. What does that mean? Well, there's a lot of reasons why she – that the Trump campaign needed to make that declaration. One, she's got to be clear that she's not part of the campaign, so she's not perceived as violating – any ethical restrictions on the use of campaign monies to pay a private attorney. Two, she wants to avoid the appearance of representing Trump or the campaign when that's not the case. So Powell puts out a statement that says this, I agree with the campaign statement that I am not part of the campaign's legal team. I never signed a retainer agreement or sent the president or the campaign a bill for my expense or fees. That that language leads me to believe this was more of a pro forma statement that, look, there's a lot of ethical restrictions that come with using campaign funds. I don't want to be subject to those. Therefore, let me make this clear. I, d- I don't represent the president. I don't represent his campaign, and I never received any money from either of those two individuals or entities. Powell goes on. My intent has always been to expose all the fraud. I could find, to expose all the fraud I could find and let the chips fall where they may, whether it be upon Republicans or Democrats. 
Right. So what she's saying here is, look, there are people on the Trump campaign that, yeah, they may want to find election fraud if it hurts Democrats, but not if it hurts Republicans. What Powell is saying is, I want to expose all the fraud. Then she doubles down. And this is what leads me to believe there's got to be something there, either that or she's lost her mind. Because in the next paragraph, she says, the evidence I'm compiling is overwhelming. That this software tool was used to shift millions of votes from President Trump and other Republican candidates to Biden and other Democrat candidates. Now, why in the world would you stake your reputation, your livelihood, the risk of a defamation lawsuit? Because she's saying the same thing she said last week. The evidence I'm compiling is overwhelming that this software tool was used to shift millions of votes from President Trump and other Republican candidates to Biden and other Democrat candidates. We will not allow this great republic to be stolen by communists. I mean, that's staggering. And there's a lot of Americans who are wondering, how does Joe Biden, who couldn't attract more than 25 people to a rally, compared to the 35,000 at Trump rallies, win in Pennsylvania? It's a legitimate question. You're listening to The Joe Carey Show here on Fed by Ravens Media. We'll be back right after this break. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty HealthShare today. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples, and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. 
and plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show. So, uh, look, I I get it. The Trump campaign has an uphill climb. But like Senator Mike Lee said, look, if you're not worried that there was any fraud, then let the system work its way out. Challenging the results in a court of law cannot be a threat to the republic. It's the way the system was designed. But I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If they truly don't have evidence of massive fraud, Because I think most Americans will recognize the people cheat. Yeah. People are going to cheat in this election. Probably to the tune of millions of votes when you add it all up. But unless you have material cheating taking place that you can prove flipped the election. Yeah, you're doing the country a disservice because we need a period of transition. It's a big country. There's a lot of power. People need to be brought up to speed. Now, have we crossed that period yet where all of a sudden I think we're jeopardy? No, I, I don't think so. But I will tell you, when I read this statement from Sidney Powell, and I'll read it again because I think it's the most important paragraph in her statement, the evidence I'm compiling is overwhelming that this software tool was used to shift millions of votes from President Trump and other Republican candidates to Biden and other Democrat candidates. We are preparing, we are proceeding to prepare our lawsuit and plan to file it this week. It will be epic. Just now, during the break, I read a story. Democrats in the House, they're filing actions to disbar Trump's lawyers for filing frivolous suits. To me, that seems like they're nervous. I take that and I'm like, guys, the system has those safeguards in place. Do you really think they need you jumping in? The system has those safeguards. What are you getting nervous about?
Now, she closes. She closes her statement. You may assist this effort by making a non-tax deductible contribution to defendingtherepublic.org, hashtag Kraken on steroids. Now, I thought she was referring to the Pirates of the Caribbean where, you know, release the Kraken, which is this, you know, monster-like entity that, you know, just wreaks havoc with, you know, the status quo. But there's an indication that Kraken was also the name of software designed and developed to manipulate elections. So interesting. Interesting. So keep your eye on that. Also in breaking news, uh, the federal appellate court just granted expedited review of the Trump campaign's Pennsylvania lawsuit. So the one that the Trump campaign filed and lost, which no surprise, the Democrats have a 5-2 advantage on the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Th- there's no real sense of uh, um, adherence or devotion to the principles of uh, we don't make the laws. We review them for their constitutionality, at least not in the Pennsylvania uh, Supreme Court too many times. It appears that politics seep in. So the federal appellate court just announced it was granting expedited review uh, at the request of the Trump campaign regarding its Pennsylvania lawsuit. The other news um, – Netanyahu secretly visits Saudi Saudi Arabia. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu traveled to Saudi Arabia over the weekend, signaling a potential major breakthrough for Israel. Remember the uh, the meltdown the lunatic left had when Trump announced he was moving the U.S. embassy from Jerusalem uh, from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Remember the. He's going to start a war. This is going to cause World War III. The nukes will be going off in Riyadh. Instead, we have the Israeli prime minister visiting Saudi Arabia. Where's the acknowledgement from the progressive left that Trump's decision to move the embassy didn't bring war? It brought Peace. Will we get that? And remember, our own State Department dug in its heels. Well, this is going to take us 57 years to move the embassy from uh, Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. We've got to find the land and we've got to get the right design. And there's so many cultural issues we have to look at. That was Trump's State Department that was slow rolling the directive. So do you know what Trump did? He took a consulate, a pre-existing consulate uh, building that we had in Jerusalem, and he christened it the embassy because he saw what was happening. He saw that the State Department didn't want to move the embassy. So he did it without them. Leadership.
the other news I want to cover is uh, a lot of uh, people upset with Mitt Romney, who I have to say is, look, I think part of his pro-Joe Biden uh, tweets and remarks, um, I think part of that comes from that he just detests uh, Donald Trump. I think Mitt Romney sees Donald Trump, and I think two things happen. I think Mitt Romney truly believes that should be me. I, I believe that. I believe Mitt Romney looks at Donald Trump as president and says, how could this guy, with all his human failings and faults, become president when I, Mitt Pierre Delecto Romney, have played by the rules? I didn't womanize. I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs. The worst thing I did was tie my dog down to the roof of the car. Joe, that didn't happen. That's what you think. No. So he looks at Trump and says, how could he be president and not me? I think that's a huge part of it. And I think the other part is, you know, Joe Biden is doling out positions and ambassadorships. And right, there's a thousands of positions that need to be filled. You don't think Mitt Romney's kind of eyeing one of those? You don't think Mitt Romney would love? We know he's not going to be, you know, over the State Department. But maybe a nice ambassadorship? I was talking to a friend this morning. I'm not convinced Mitt Romney's going to run again. I think he's in his 70s, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. But if he does, a Scott Bayo, uh, Brian, do you remember Scott Bayo? Yeah, Chachi. Now, how was he related to the folks on Happy Days? Was he Fonzie's cousin or nephew? Fonzie's nephew, uh, Scott Bayo, who I follow on Twitter. Uh, he is a conservative in Hollywood. So, you know, the guy's got guts. He tweeted out that he's considering. Now, I, I, it, it didn't appear tongue in cheek, but I'm sure you know part of it was. He said he's ready to move to Utah to take on Mitt Romney if Romney doesn't stop with the pot shots against Trump. I would vote for Chachi. I would vote for Chachi. But this is where we're at. This is the State of the Union on November 23rd. But I've got to tell you, the, uh, um, there is more good than bad taking place. There is the country for the most part. The people, you have to remember this. Joe Biden outspent Donald Trump two to one. Two to one, he outspent Donald Trump. The Republicans, the, the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi will have the slimmest majority in the House since World War II. They got thrashed in the House. The Democrats took a pounding in the House. They took a bigger pounding at the state level. The Democrat liberal progressive message was rejected thoroughly. Don't forget that. Don't buy the big media narrative. Conservative values won this election. Just remember, take the time, get right with God, be kind, give thanks. Stay tuned. The Brian Hyde Show up next right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. <laughs> 